Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of Ryan's Reality Recaps. Of course, I am your host, Ryan, and I'm back here again with my co-host, as he is with me every week, McKay. McKay, how are you doing? What's up, y'all? It's been a crazy couple weeks, but glad to be back. Yep. Not a not a big episode, I have to say. This was probably, out of all the, the six episodes, this is probably probably on the bottom of the ones so far, but... You know, we gotta we gotta get these filler episodes because the challenge producers they just love giving give, giving us these episodes where just nothing happens really. Yeah, I think uh, it was definitely a filler episode. Not too much happening, um, but there was a lot of build up into the tension and drama in the house. So if you like lots of drama and tension, yeah, this episode is definitely for you. Yeah, I think a lot of the stuff they did in this episode was more of like the background. Like it's gonna play off into what happens next episode. I think we're gonna we're in for a really really good episode this week based on the previews we've seen, based on how the vote we think is gonna go. I think there's I think there's potential at least to build up to a really good episode next week. And I guess if anything, that episode has given us to look forward to that at least. And um, I don't know if you've seen the previews yet, but if you haven't, spoiler alert: there's some uh, returning mercenaries coming for us. So. Yep. We will definitely definitely touch on that, which is definitely going to be a highlight of the next episode. Also going to be a little bit of controversy based on uh, what some of these challenge competitors think. But anyways, let's just jump into the episode. We'll just go in it uh, in order of what happened because, like I said, there was really nothing that happened and there's nothing really to to talk about right off the bat. All right, so when we open the episode, we we go right to the Redemption House. We see Cite having this big elaborate board of all the alliance in the, is in the house like where it, whenever you would like go to a like a officer's office you see like this big board where strings attached from like one piece of paper to another to show how things are connected and CT is like drawing out this whole elaborate board of what he thinks the the rundown of the house is but okay what did you think of uh CT's board overall I thought um he made the board because he was bored but also uh, gave him the insight of like um where the alliances and everything stand if and when they were to enter back into the house so they're probably just planning a few steps ahead before they get um before looking at their chances back coming back in it's interesting when i did look at the boards and some things it seemed a little bit late like some of these people like had maybe one connection but for the most part i was expecting like when you were like looking at Tony's and Bananas, I was expecting like 10 different chains to be connected to those two, but no, it was only like four or five. So in my opinion, it was kind of like a lackluster board. Like it didn't even have everything there that they he, he even really needed. That is true. But you also have to know that like Bananas cuts a lot of ties and Tony's earlier seasons, he didn't have very many ties either because of his drunken mishaps. Yeah, well, so I, I, don't, I think I thought it was pretty accurate. I don't yeah. know. What you I don't know. Suppose he's just going for like the very, very strong connections as opposed to like the, the weaker alliances. But whatever. We'll uh, we'll see how it goes. I don't think I think that's uh, just a fun little point they added, but probably isn't really going to have any effect in the future. But uh, let's just dive into the big the the big topic of the episode, which I think was really the only thing that was alluded to in, pre- in the previous episode was uh, this big five minute FaceTime phone call between uh, Brittany and Brad. Where uh, Brad just pretty much opens up and says like, "Hey, Brittany, uh, this call isn't gonna be uh, all that fun and leisurely. We gotta talk about something pretty serious." And uh, basically, Brad brings up everything that Polly alluded to, and Brittany just denies everything, not even really explaining ever like maybe explaining that in the morning she would be in her underwear, but other than that, she didn't really give us a lot of detail of what really happened in the house. Yeah, I don't know. Um, she could just be doing the deny, deny, deny thing. But um, there were, I don't know if Jose and Polly 
true like, it seems like they were trying to like just try to get in Brad's head but you know there's a lot of stuff that happens off cameras you're not gonna have the camera everywhere in the redemption house yeah this is true uh i've been for the most part though i think one thing that i did think was a little tell unfortunate is that for whatever reason we get like this phone call between uh brad and and uh britney but you don't see like other phone calls between like Polly and his girlfriend or other guys or girls that are cheating on their significant others so uh, I guess they just give it to us in the episode or give them the phone calls when it's like really relevant to what's going on, I guess. Or production knows something that Brett and Brittany don't know. That's why they Ooh, gotta, going they with gotta the tinfoil hat conspiracies. I like it. We gotta, ha- gotta cause that. You gotta stir the pot, as bananas would say. Well, regardless, we really don't know what happens. Only uh, Brittany and Chuck, <laughs> and I'm guessing Brad know. But they're no longer together, so I guess it's all in that. And it ultimately yeah. led to the demise as it was. But. Yeah, uh, pretty much Brad is still feeling uneasy with this. He uh, he goes to talk to Jose to get a little bit more information about what Brittany may not have told him. Uh, or no, that was in the previous episode. And Brad basically is like, yeah, whatever Jose sort of told me, it seems to be sort of false. And uh, surprisingly, though, he doesn't seem to be that pissed at Jose himself, but he kind of raises uh, eyes, uh, other people's eyes to making them look at Jose uh, more instead of himself. Yeah, as we know, Jose isn't that great of a competitor anyways. He um, seems to twist the truth a little bit, and him and his drama with Shane and all that stuff, uh, a little bit extra, you know, not too surprising. I, yeah, I mean, that's Jose's the only... Not, that's, we already know Jose less as is with his lines, his connections in the house. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised for him to get even more dirty looks than he already did. Yeah. So, and we'll talk no about shocker. what we think is going to happen in the eliminations coming up, which I still think that he's a contender to go in, but... No, I think that's all Jose really can throw at the wall. Like, he doesn't really have a physical game. He doesn't have, I mean, alliances because, for one, he's new to the game, and he also got to the game late. Uh, so, yeah, he's he's got to play a bit, little bit of the mind games and hope that something sticks. But, unfortunately for him, like, what these big brother competitors have, are trying to do, like, you've seen, like, people like Wes and, like, T- Devin do an extent, and, like, nowadays you see Bananas doing it a lot. These are the people that are, like, really good at the mind games. They'll they'll. They'll plant information when it's necessary, but they do it a lot more effectively as opposed to where Jose kind of does it sloppily and doesn't really get anyone to really bite the bait of what he's putting out there. I think he's still in that big brother mindset where he thinks he can easily manipulate these people because they're all because in the big brother house, everybody's a rookie pretty much. Yeah. And then the challenge house, these people are have been done several seasons and they're like well prepared for that stuff. So mm-hmm. I think Jose is trying to start problems with the wrong people basically so yeah he's probably gonna get that back at him yep we will see what happens next episode and if it's not this next episode i still think it's gonna be relatively soon but uh yeah yeah. so uh after this we sort of see zach and tori having this big chat they pretty much both agree to each other like hey uh i won't vote you and if you don't vote me and a very sub subdued alliance but basically they just want to keep each other safe there there's a lot more fish to fry and they don't want uh them to waste a vote on each other because because we know that uh, trash votes can uh, can often lead to uh, that that person getting voted in, as we saw with Leroy and Dirty Thirty, and I think a decent chance we might see this next episode actually. Yeah, there's a lot of burn votes going on. Um, Amanda, I mean Amanda and Derek aren't really as strong as competitors either, and both of them know that. So I wouldn't be I'm not too surprised to see them trying to work together. They've been on several seasons together, so I don't see why they wouldn't work together. Tori and Zach. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense, and 
uh, Zach and Amanda, they obviously chose to send Devon and Jose and the to the redemption house initially. So it only makes sense that they kind of keep throwing darts at those two until they end up going. Because why why create more blood when you already have someone that's already going to go against you? Uh, yeah. So I think it's a good move on their part. Uh, and then later that night, we see this uh, very fun little scene uh, with a that Sylvia kind of com- commentates on. We see uh, Joss get into Amanda's bed. We see uh, Nelson in uh, Kaylee's bed, and then we see uh, Kyle in Faith's bed. So we get this fun little uh, uh, group sex dynamic all happening in the girls' room. <laughs> that uh, that uh, one house. And wh- what is it that Sylvia says? Like the the roosters are are visiting my my hen house. Like something she like compares. And they're it- a little bit louder than I would like them to be. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. <laughs> that must be so awkward. Like imagine if there's a room full of people in it on your in your little corner, just like trying to sleep but obviously uh we got some uh yellers <laughs> i can only That's imagine good. what being in that room is like i would be like oh and the funniest part is like when uh it's like uh it's like uh joss is like and nelson and joss like saying like yeah you're there you're doing it too but like they're like affirming each other like they're like yeah we're having <laughs> sex like this is awesome <laughs> Yeah, uh, and then also really funny thing that I saw that I think the producers did or like the editors did greatly is that like you get like a five minutes later like screen and then it's like the guy like it starts five minutes later and then they leave like kind of like saying like oh they didn't last long but uh, I I thought that was my favorite part is that five minutes later screen I was like ah you got them that was funny editors that that was good stuff that was really good I like that yeah that was that was. If anything, that was probably one of my favorite scenes of the episode. That was that was pretty fun, uh, and yeah. So let's see, what should we talk about next? Let's uh, let's I guess let's go back to the redemption house and uh, let's go into the surveillance room. Uh, and yeah, basically all they really see in the surveillance room is that uh, uh, Faith and Kyle are hooking up. They see uh, Benangela are snuggling next to the pool. Uh, and really, that's all they get a taste of is just like what the relationships in the house are. They don't really get much more other than that. Do you think it was a bit too much information that they showed? Do you think it was too little? What are your thoughts on that? I thought it was. I thought it was a decent amount. I thought it was like the bare minimum. Like, oh, here's who's hooking up with you in the house. Um, nothing too exciting happening with the hookups and anything, anyway. So. We all yeah. know the breakups are way more better than the hookups. Than the hookups, yeah. Well, I don't. Here's my thoughts on this. Like, I thought like the first time they did it, like they had the fight between Kaylee and Melissa. I thought that was good because everyone knew about that fight. I didn't really like the relationship thing as much because one, they're kind of exposing who all is together and like where the like how, where the alliances are, and that's why I didn't like sort of this this surveillance room segment as much because I feel it was a bit too revealing as opposed to where the the big fight you had before. I would have preferred if you just gave them a big fight or if they would have just like showed like the, the Brad and like Jose sort of thing. I thought, I thought they were re- revealing too much in my opinion. I would like to know who, which product, production is like behind these like little like surveillance clips. Cause like, I don't know. I thought that was, it was okay, but like you definitely could have like put better things in there. Yeah, the- I think there was more substance that we could have gone that would have made it a bit more entertaining as well. But exactly. regardless, uh, so yeah, let's get into the challenge then. Uh, main cha- big challenge is that there's gonna be this train. Uh, the teams are gonna have to try to balance on a first. It's um, it's like a little balance beam, uh, where the teams have to go across, and then after that, there's a like a little uh walking rope that they have to get over 
Uh, and the advantage that Brad and Kyle get is that they are able to remove one of the four, one of the four safety ropes on the second section from any team they choose. And for whatever reason, they choose Marie and Kara, which I thought was a little strange. Not for the fact that, like, I mean, obviously Kara and Kyle have been having beef, but just thought for one, I thought there was, uh, if they wanted to to take away a rope from a team that would have beat them, I thought it would have been smarter to, you know, obviously choose Tony and Bananas, who obviously said later in the challenge, like, hey, if we didn't have that rope, we probably wouldn't have been able to do this. Uh, or maybe just like burning on a team like Jose and Avon, like a team that wouldn't really do well anyways, and like is already going to get voted in. So just try not to piss anyone off and just send it their way, which is what I would have done in that situation. But no, they tries to, they cause it, try to go for a bit more drama as a reaction. Yeah. I think Kyle, and we see later that Kyle said he knew, um, he could try to persuade Kara to not vote him in later on anyways, which he doesn't do successfully. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Um, I thought that was, I think Kyle was playing up to his cockiness kind of. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to throw Kara in because I know what she wants and I know how I can try to save her with my, uh, charm and the way that he found, she found love with him in the first place. So Mm -hmm. I think he was getting a little bit cocky when he was like, Kara, like he didn't seem to care that much because he knew he thought he knew he could uh, sway her vote easily. Yeah, I think we're definitely seeing uh, Kyle is getting a little bit too overconfident this season. Uh, I mean, after having such a great rookie season, he gets third place on his very first challenge, which is very rare for a, for a rookie to get to the finals. Uh, and on top of that, now that he's won the first two challenges with Brad, I think he's on a very high horse. And now if anyone does anything against him or pisses him off ever so slightly, uh, he's going right for them. He's not taking, He's not pulling any punches, this Kyle. Yeah, we all know that um, his number one target is secretly Bananas, but I don't think Bananas even knows that, so yeah, maybe that'll be used later to pull the punch later. Yeah, I guess we'll just I'll just ask you this question now, but when do you think is the right time for like Brad and Kyle to to pull the trigger and try to send Bananas and Tony in now that they know that there there's a redemption house and that if they do get them out, that there's a very good shot that these two might be able to come back and then take the shot at them. What do you think is like the right move with that? I don't know. I think I'd wait for. No, I think right now would be the great time, actually, now to think about it, because you have CT in the house, and then we all know CT goes over bananas almost in every single challenge. I don't so know. I, I would... Greatest... I don't know. The I think that brings CT down, though, is Veronica, so... But we all know these challenges are equalizers. CT's good at puzzles. He's good at strength. Like, now is the time, I think, to throw get bananas in there, try to get rid of him. I mean, yeah, that's not a bad idea. I think the big thing is that we know that there's going to be these big equalizers now where uh, a guy-guy team is going to get a significant disadvantage against a guy-girl team. So I guess now that the teams know that that's a thing, they might as well just try to capitalize on that and uh, try to send them in now. But I guess, like I said, the danger is if those two come back, then they're going to have a vengeance and they're coming right for you. Yeah, I'm not too concerned about um bananas and tony yeah personally for me i think the best the best time to take them out is like right when they know the redemption house twist is ending i'm gonna guess that there's gonna be let's say two to three more teams that return this season i think the moment the redemption house uh twist is done that's when you want to take the shot because i wouldn't want to give them any shot of coming back i mean there is the chance of course that there's the double cross they may not even get a chance to even compete to get back in the game but i still think it's far too big a risk and if you want to be be absolutely safe and make the best, best move and safest move possible. I think you wait until Redemption House is done. Absolutely. 
Uh, All right. Sorry. We've kind of gone off track. Originally, we were talking about the challenge, but yeah. So Brad and Kyle, they give Cara, Cara Maria, and then Marie. It's always so hard. Cara Maria, Cara Marie. It's yeah, whatever. Uh, Don't get me started. My favorite part from that challenge, though, was at the very end when Marie almost made it. She's like, hey, do you see, guys? We, I almost made it. I don't suck that bad. That was, yes. All that Twitter hate on behind her. That was the very, was the yeah. funniest thing ever. Oh like I God, said, cause... the editors editors were the real, real MVPs of this episode. They gave us some f- good things to laugh at. Is, but Exactly. No, Marie I... is not that great of a competitor, honestly. Like, to add on with that Twitter hate, yeah. I haven't seen her compete um, impressively. She has not impressed me since maybe battle the seasons and even then that wasn't even the best thing ever i think her greatest feat was probably beating elton and nani um back on battle of the seasons and that was when she had yeah. his partner yeah that's um, when she had a good team as well uh, so i'm not giving her yeah. any credit for that and she was a lot younger as a result but that's uh true. but uh, yeah last so couple eliminations no <laughs> but yes so uh cara and marie they uh they end up falling uh, uh they're in the same teat as uh bananas and tony bananas and tony obviously get to the end stating that yeah we needed that rope so the next up which i thought was really weird you see tori and Derek, where on the first go around you see like Kara and like marie they're like facing each other and then like Kara's backstepping marie's front stepping and yet and they and both of the teams did that even bananas and tony did that and it worked for them but yet on the second heat you get like tori and Derek like like facing each other horizontally and both sides stepping which I don't know why they switched up the strategy when they clearly saw something that was already working for the initial teams. And as a result, they felt right away. It was not a good move what they d- chose to do. I blame it on Derek. Derek is <laughs> yeah. Derek's not the brightest bulb in yeah. the box. And, and even just... with what they did, they still fell very early. And like it was exactly. very apparent that like Derek just fell back and like dragged Tori. I, I just don't get this, man. Like, How does such a well-built man that looks very athletic, like has good muscles, good muscularity. I mean, he's not the biggest dude, but he's still like ripped, but he just sucks at these challenges. I just don't understand <laughs> it. How does this like on, when I saw him on dirty 30, I was like, okay, it's his rookie season. I'll give him a break. Like the first challenges that, that can be hard to do, but now he's done like four or five different individual challenges and he's just still sucking. Yeah. I, I could feel Tori's frustration on that. So, um, no doubt about it. I don't think they're going to make it very far this season. Cause yeah. Because of Derek. So we'll yeah. see how that goes. And we'll touch on what I think is going to happen to them uh, at the elimination. But yeah, I, I agree. I don't feel good about these two after seeing uh, their results. I think if people are wanting to throw a vote to a team that if if they go in that they don't mind facing, I think it's Tori and Derek. That's a team that exactly. you probably like even Angela and Faith. Like I have to admit, those two have been killing it compared to Tori and Derek. Like I, I don't understand. I did not expect Angela and Faith to be the competitors they are. And they're like smoking uh Tori and Derek out of the water yeah I don't know if you remember um at the beginning of the episode though I think uh no I think this is later in the episode I'll bring it up later actually then okay all right but anyways let's finish up the challenge so uh ultimately we end the challenge with um the top three teams are uh you see Joss and Sylvia so for the first time they're able to complete the challenge but we don't we know they didn't win because uh Zach and Amanda went in their heat so it's between Zach and Amanda and Bananas and Tony, and surprisingly, we get a Zach and Amanda win after losing and getting last place in the very first challenge. So they've gone to worse from worst to first over the course of these last few challenges. After the first challenge, Amanda and Zach actually came in first in that one. Remember that? 
Oh, okay. You're right. You're right. The the pre-challenge. I meant the first main the challenge. My the first main challenge. Okay. My apologies. Yes, but that like the first challenge. I was like, that's all Zach. I don't give Amanda any credit for that. Plus, uh, they yeah. had the top left corner grave, so like there really wasn't that much direction Amanda had to give. But no, I I I have to say I had a bit more faith in Amanda after what I saw this episode. I'm like, maybe she has become a little bit more athletic, and maybe she can at least hold up well enough to Zach's pace to where they they have a decent shot at winning. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I didn't think Amanda was that bad going to the season, but the beginning of the season did bring her opinions down on me a little bit. But I think she's going back to her uh, invasion ways where she pressed a little bit. So wouldn't be surprised if uh, they come out on tap or at least in the final of the season. Mm-hmm. All right. So now that we finally have the challenge winner, let's uh, let's talk about the the nomination talk. So uh, before we go into the uh, the individual nominations, we see Shane trying to go around and uh, he's trying to rally the troops. He's trying to get Jose and Devon. He's trying to get Kara and Marie, and he's trying to get um, Tori and De- basically everyone that he's close with. He's trying to get them to uh, to vote out Angela and Faith just based on how close uh, Angela is getting to Johnny and how close Faith is getting to uh, to Kyle, so that they don't really directly attack the Kings, but they try to they try to knock out the castle first. What do you think about this as a strategy, McKay? I thought it was a great strategy for um, Shane to try to garner the votes like that. Like it kind of reminds me of, like the old school like challenge days where like um, people would like go around and like like oh who are you voting for who are you voting for I just try to like do a um, uh, campaigning basically to um, try to get one person out of the house. And um, it seemed it looked like it was going to work here, but um, later on in the nominations, we all know that. Uh, not everyone voted for who they say they were going to vote for. And yeah. We obviously she see Shane being very upset about that. Yep. So, uh, like I said, we go into the, the nominations. Uh, so some of the surprising things we see is, uh, well, one, something that's not really surprising is we see Zach and Amanda, they throw both their two votes that they won from the challenge, uh, back at Devon and Jose, which I mean, it's pretty understandable. They voted them in before they, they sent them to the redemption house before, so yep. they might as well do it again. Uh, but the surprising votes are uh, one in particular is Kara uh, and Marie decide to cast a vote at uh, Brad and Kyle. And what really shocked me is that not really that Kara wanted to vote these two, but uh, that Marie allowed her to do it like that. I was like, wow, Marie, I did not expect you to let uh, to Car- let Kara do this until I thought back. And I was like, oh, it's probably because Marie thinks that these two aren't going to get voted in and she doesn't think she's going to have it. She's not going to have to go into the elimination as a result. Do you think that's what was going on in Marie's mind is that she didn't think Brad and Kyle were going to go in, so she was fine to vote that way? I think Marie's just a little shit starter, and that's why she was like, okay, vote for Kyle and Brad because they they put their um, grenade on us earlier. So I feel like she felt like they didn't, she didn't owe them anything, really. So that's why she was like, vote them back in. So when Kara, she didn't even hesitate when Kara was like, oh, I feel like we should vote someone else. And Marie was like, hell yeah, we should. Brad and Kyle right there. Went with it, roll with it. Yeah. And I think the funny, no, the funniest part though is that Brad and Kyle get so butthurt about it, and they're like, "You know, I'm trying to win this for my daughter," and blah 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 blah. But like, dude, what the hell do you expect when you drop a grenade on someone else? You're gonna get that grenade. You're gonna get hit yep. right back. So if you're gonna hit hard. You're gonna hit back harder. And like, I thought Brad was being hella over dramatic about it. Like, yes, you're here for your kids, but like, everyone's here for their own purpose. Like. Go cry home to Brittany or whoever, whatever team buffer you're going with right now, dude. Yep. 
And then on top of that, the other big vote shock is that, well, we don't know who they vote for, but uh, apparently Jose and Devon, they choose not to uh, to backstab uh, Faith and Angela, who they have pretty much allied allied with based off what we saw in the previous episode. And they yeah, decided to... that was really interesting. Like, yeah. You can save your own butt if you throw another butt in there. Like, yeah. I thought that was... Holy stupid move by Jose and, and Davon. I, I agree. This I actually I I I agreed initially, but then I changed my mind, and here's why. Uh, I agree initially. I was like, of course, you don't want to go into the elimination. Uh, choose someone else to go in, even if you they happen to be allies. I mean, you're rookies. You got to survive. Do what you need exactly. to survive. But then, I, but then later on, I was like, you know, if uh, the team I allied myself with voted me in, and they're a a noticeably weaker team than the others, then I would choose that team to go against me in the elimination. So I was like, you know, maybe Davon and Jose thought ahead. And I was like, if we make this move and, uh, and faith and Angela go in, then there's a decent, uh, then there's a better than not chance that those two are going to end up choosing us to go in the eliminate elimination against them. So I was like, maybe that's where their mind was at. Cause if that was it, then that makes a lot more sense to why they did it. I feel like, Faith and Angela have more people on their list before they even reach Davon and Jose. Because remember, everyone thinks Davon and Jose is a layup team. Why would you use a layup team? Like, yeah, that's true. But the th- but you got to remember, these two promised them that they were not going to vote them, and they pro- they were allies. They decided we are not going to vote against each other. So to see that team that promised you to your face that they were not going to do it, I would be pissed. And that the fact that they're a noticeably weaker team than others. I would have, I would, I would choose Jose and Devon if I was Angel and Faith, and that, and that was the scenario that played out. I guess so. We'll see what happens. You know, uh, we'll see what happens. Ultimately, it's gonna be a really big hindsight. Like if, if it is Jose and Devon that go in, then you know, hindsight's hindsight's a bitch in that sense. Uh, but you know what? If it is still Angel and Faith that go in, uh, which we, I pretty much know is not because we see them in the previews in a future challenge. Then you know what? It's good on Jose and Davon because now they don't—they're not up for elimination now. But uh, let me—I do want to give my predictions about what I do think is going to happen. Uh, so we fe- we see a lot of people throwing uh trash not not trash votes. What is it? Burn what is votes. Burn votes. Burn votes. Yeah, which is going to be a—I'm pretty sure it's going to be a major to- uh, discussion of topic this season. But we see a lot of burn votes getting thrown towards Tori and Derek, and I was like. Hmm, that's interesting. I was I'm wondering if there's if there's a chance these could all compile up and Tori and Derek, uh you have four votes to go in and, and that's it. Yeah, I thought um I thought it was really interesting. That probably do probably have a good chance of going in now because again, another layup team, another team that no one actually cares about, which kind of contradicts what I was saying before, but you know, uh Derek is not making them look good at all, so I wouldn't be surprised if they do end up going in. All right, and then let me throw another question your way. Uh, so some of the teams that I believe we saw are going in are uh, voted against Tori and Derek are uh, Angel and Faith, uh, Joss and Sylvia. Yes. Um, let's see, who are a couple others that are contenders for that? Um, Dang it, where's the list of all the teams when you knew? Those are the two I know voted for them, but I, there's got to be at least one or two more uh, that we know could have done that to make that a possibility. And I'm just trying to think, is it even possible that two other teams even did that? We know Bananas and, to Bananas and Tony maybe do that by chance? I don't know. I know some of the votes got cut off, so I'm not too entirely sure about 
all votes because because of uh, the way production um, edited it. But I, we, I guess we just got to wait till the next episode to have a definite answer. Oh, yeah. Cam and Kaylee are another ones. Uh, that's personally based off what I see now. If Tori and Derek go in, I'm going to guess they choose to go against, even though they already won elimination, I'm going to guess they choose to go against Cam and Kaylee. That's my prediction yeah. based off what we've seen so far, because I wouldn't want to go against Joss. Um, and then I wouldn't want to go against Faith and Angela based off uh, what I've seen of them so far. So I, I remember th- earlier. Oh, I just want to highlight something for that I thought was super funny. No, go so, ahead. Um, when Kara called um, Faith a rookie and she was like, hold up. Oh, and yes, yes. To the USA thing, like, I'm the only veteran in this house. That was that was very good. I give major props to... Uh, Faith. Uh, Faith for, yeah, uh, I have to admit, that, Faith like... has been a good bit of fun. She has been a lot better than I initially thought. I thought, oh, it's going to be Angela is going to be the one that brings the drama, which she has. Yeah, no. But yeah, Faith but has still Faith been also... Faith has been She's... giving me some entertainment. Like I've liked her more than like the Cam and Kayleys of the world. Like I've I've enjoyed exactly. I've enjoyed seeing Faith. So she's been a good addition think... to the cast for me so far. Was she also the one that was like mocking Kaylee, Kaylee and Cam or whatever? She's like killer Cam and like did the quotations. Or I, I think so. Yeah, so I can tell that Faith and Angela are not scared of anything. So I feel like if they do go in, they have some possibility. Yeah, some major I damage. have to say, uh, out of all the teams, the, the rookie teams this season, like uh, Faith and Angela have week by week have just gone up and up on my list. I'm like, oh wow, these two girls, they, they're here to play. I, I give them credit. Yeah. Like I was not expecting this this level of, of gameplay and competitiveness from these two. Yeah. Very proud of them. Yep. Alright. So uh of course we get a cliffhanger. We don't know who goes into elim- elimination, although you and I kind of just guessed. Oh uh, I well I gave my guesses. Who do you think is going to be the team that goes in ultimately? I think it's gonna end up being um Faith and Angela and I think Honestly, they're going to choose Davon and Jose. You think that's what's going to happen? Yeah. I just don't think the votes are... Or, or it's going to be flipped. And you think Jose and Davon are going to go in, in that? But we saw Faith and Angela. They they for sure voted for uh, Tori and Derek. That was confirmed. Yeah. We'll see. All right. Well, I, we'll see. I don't know if the votes are there or Faith and Angela are in and out. I don't know other than Shannon Nelson. I'm not sure... And maybe maybe Cam and Kaylee did it as well, but I don't know if the votes are there now to where Cam to where Faith and Angela could go in. But like I said, we we will see what goes on next episode. Yeah, All right, so. but that's that's basically the episode. Like I said, there was really not much going on, and we already stretched it out to thirty minutes, surprisingly, which I did not expect we were gonna be able to <laughs> talk about this this sort of boring episode this long, um. but. Yeah, I think my favorite part of that episode definitely was um, the previews for the next episode. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about my those two favorites coming back. I saw Hunter and Ashley, two major beasts of the challenge. Like, super excited for them to come back. Um, I think they got a lot of potential. They're both two super strong competitors, and mm-hmm. Ashley's freaking hilarious. Hunter's freaking hilarious. Like, great team, great, great TV. They're definitely gonna stir some drama in the house. So, I'm super excited yeah. for them. We'll definitely see what happens. Uh, we see we've seen a lot of uh, the challenge uh, people that are currently in the cast in the house complaining like, "Why do these two get a free ride to like the f- to like the fourth challenge or fourth elimination? Like that's dumb." Uh, but yeah, it they, looks like they're well, they're gonna have to fight their way in. So it's not a given. Like they could still not even get a step a foot in that house. But now that we th- now that I think about it, since they're con- technically considered mercenaries, I feel like whoever goes into elimination. Is either gonna have to battle both of them so they earn their way back in, or 
they're going to have to battle whoever got voted in. Like, I think they might change up the elimination every single week, though. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. No, it's possible. So I wouldn't be, Maybe there's I wouldn't a be chance surprised. we don't even see it. Uh, I, I don't think there's we're going to see Ashley and, and Hunter even in this next episode. I think they're going to be brought in at the very end of the episode, and they're going to yeah, be yeah. Hung, up, hung above our heads like we know the challenge producers love to do. Uh, and then we're not going to see them that play out until the beginning of the next episode. If I'm gonna, uh, t- if I'm a betting man, which I'm not really, but knowing what Bina Marie likes to do with the challenge, I'm going to guess that's yeah. probably going to be the case, and we're not even going to know what, what the fate of these two is going to be. But I'm going to guess we're, yeah, they're not going to be in the elimination that's going to take place at the beginning of the next episode. Okay. Okay. That'd be wild. It'll be, yeah, I'm pretty sure we, yeah, I'm going to guess it's probably going to happen based off what the challenge does, which we all hate. We all want the days of old where (laughs) you get a a challenge, a vote, an elimination. Yeah. Very rare that we got all three in one episode. Yep. Those are the good old days. We can't get what we want now. But yeah, that, uh, that about covers it. Do you have any thoughts about uh about the pow- the rankings of the teams? Any like teams that have like j- jumped up your leaderboard or have fallen down significantly? Um, I don't know. Um, so on my on my uh, fantasy draft here, I have it pulled up for us. I got Sylvia and Joss, Amanda and Zach, Marie and Cara, Davon and Jose, and Cam and Kaylee. I do feel like I do have the weaker end of the teams now watching this season, but um, Zach and Amanda and Joss and Sylvia definitely showed their worth this week. So, um pretty proud of them and you're and still on your side yeah okay. and of course you still have the possibility of hunter and ashley coming in which if they <laughs> yes. do come in that is a major uh leg that up on a- your side i guess the yeah, so. the big question we're gonna have is that if these two do end up getting back in the house will the other contestants hold some other animosity which we have seen sometimes where like if a person comes late into the game all the other teams will just decide to vote them back in because hey, they're a latecomer. They deserve just to go back into the eliminations. Do you think we might see that if Hunter and Ashley end up getting in this game? I don't think so because everyone actually likes Hunter and Ashley. Like, there's no... I don't think there's any ill will towards them. Like, no, unless you're Louise, which is not... <laughs> unless you're Louise. Louise is not like Ashley because she's a challenge thrower. But um, no, as far as I know, Hunter and Ashley seem to be pretty likable people in the house. Like, they normally make it pretty far in these games. Yeah. Um, I I see them possibly building an alliance with Amanda and Shane. Yeah, they, you got your lavender ladies, which you know they're all so proud of. Yeah. But yeah, I mean Amanda has some good ties in the house. I'm not sure where Hunter's relationships are. Do you remember who all he's close with? Hunter was close with Tony last season. In in oh, Dirty Thirty. Dirty Thirty. I'm sorry, in Dirty Thirty, because Tony got thrown under the bus first in that huge veterans alliance. Mm-hmm. So. Maybe they can work again together this season. I see them definitely being on like the good side of things. Like I don't see it looking too awful for them because they don't step on too many toes. So well, let me throw a hypothetical. Do you think with like this veterans guy alliance, which you know you see with Zach, Bananas, and Tony, do you think yeah. Hunter could integrate himself in, and then he would be like the scapegoat? Like when they need to start eating at each other, he's going to be the Absolutely. one that. That's what I think is going to be his fatal to Melly. I, I could see that happening. Um, like I said, uh, the only person that Hunter doesn't like is Kayla, but Kayla's not even in the house. So yeah, well, he, yeah, he doesn't have to worry about that one at least. But uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, but yeah, like I said, these two they have potential if they yeah. get in this game. Also, don't forget, Hunter also works well with Nelson. I believe I think it was Nelson and Corey, where they had that Young Bucks alliance on Dirty Thirty. Do you remember that? Oh, that's right. Yeah. So maybe see that's why it's like a little bit of everything. He's on the veteran side, so I don't see him. I don't see them getting too much flag for 
coming in late in the game. I don't know. Well, if Hunter does come in, I'm hoping he's able to like ally himself with uh with like the Tonys and Zacks of the world, as opposed to getting close to like uh Nelson, Nelson and Shane. Because Shane. if he goes to that side, I just feel that's gonna that's not a good place for him. I feel like he's gonna get out a lot earlier than if he was on the other side. Yeah, and then don't forget about the Redemption House sale, which. I don't know how much longer or how many more people are going to try to throw in there, but um hope it fills up pretty soon because I'd like to see some people actually go home. <laughs> yeah, that would be nice. Yeah, we're, we're still needing that. Yeah, what do we got? We got 10 teams in the house and we got two redemption teams. That's 12 teams. We're already on episode six, like probably halfway through the season already. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Do you want to give your uh, your top five teams and then let's uh, head out of here? What are, who are your top five teams uh, as of right now? As of right now for this week, I'm going to put number one, um, Kyle and Brad. I'll put them at number one. Number two, Amanda and Zach. Three, Bananas and Tony. Four, Sylvia and Joss. And then for my fifth team, I'm going to go with Angela and Faith. Oh, okay. Going with the Dark Horse picks is number five. I like it. All right. For me, I'm going to go with Bananas and Tony just because Brad and Kyle have kind of fallen fallen for me just based (laughs) off all the drama that those two have kind of got into. And then I'll agree with you. I'll go Zach and Amanda, number two. I'll put Kyle and Brad as number three now, just because, like I said, of all the drama that they had. I don't know if I want to say Joss and Sylvia as number four, maybe number five for those two. I'm trying to think yeah. of all the teams of total. Um, I probably would have had Tori and Derek in my top five initially, but after seeing these last couple episodes, I just don't feel uh, <laughs> no, comfortable putting those two there. But yeah, I think I think number four, Joss and Sylvia are probably a good choice. And then... As much as I'd like to say Angel and Faith, I'll probably stick with at least Nelson and Shane just because he does have some allies in this house. Yeah, Nelson and Shane were pretty good. All right. That about does it. Any uh, final thoughts, McKay, before we wrap it up? I'm excited for Ashley Hunter to return next week. Um, I don't know what, how they're going to return, but I hope they make it into the house and kick some major ass. <laughs> Two weeks later. <laughs> Two weeks later. Yeah. Two we'll weeks later. S- they haven't entered the house yet. <laughs> Yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. But yeah, it's a patient you're watching this season. But yeah, like I said, I'm really looking forward to this episode on Tuesday. I feel this is going to be one of the episodes that really delivers, just because they hope shit hits the fan this episode. Like I'm ready for some major, like holy shit action. So that's all we can ever hope for with from the challenge, you know. All right, that'll about do it. Uh, thanks again, uh, McKay. Do you want to plug your uh, social media handles quick? Sure. Um, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at and Twitter. Sorry, at uh, Mick Lulu Lemon. That's M C L U L U L E M O N. Awesome. And then, of course, uh, you can uh, find our podcast on Apple at Ryan's Reality Podcast. If you search that, it'll pop right up. Uh, and we need reviews. So if you uh, you like what you heard and you want to comment, feel free to leave us a review on Apple. We would. Uh, definitely appreciate that i will definitely be reading them and trying to figure out how we can better ourselves because you know we're two guys two guys straight out of college just trying to do this for fun uh and i'll read them and try to make this the best we can uh and also yeah if you want to follow our very small twitter uh account which i'll (laughs) post the episodes to and maybe one day get an actual challenger to be on the podcast uh you can follow that at ryan's reality pod and that'll do it anyways thanks again for watching peace